What's up, guys? This is Kim, and I'm your host for Thoughts to Power, Leadership in Life. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about cultivation. What does that mean when it comes to our lives? Do we want a better quality of life? Do we feel like we're getting it? Do we feel like we even know where to start when it comes to cultivating those healthy seeds in our life to give us more love, more happiness, or more wealth? I'm going to dive into that on today's show. So by all means, let's start the episode. What's up, guys? This is Kim Strickland, and you are listening to the Thoughts to Power Leadership in Life podcast. And what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is cultivation. And we're going to talk about what it means in regards to agriculture. So I want you to ask yourself a question. Do you feel like you are cultivating your life? Do you feel as though you pour into yourself what you need? Do you feel as though the different things, the different nutrients that you give yourself, your mindset, your energy, your overall health and well-being, do you feel that those things are adequate to help instill growth? Those are topics that we're going to cover in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Well, I want you to just think, go on this mental journey with me today as we uh, begin to unpack this concept of cultivation. Um, Here's something that I know to be true in Western society, because that's where I was born and raised. So a lot of, uh, a lot of things and ways to learn how to do things are, are based off of what I've come across in America. You know, um, I'm from up north and I've lived down, I live down south now, right? I live in Florida. So th- they do things in different, in all different states. But generally speaking, people have the same mindset when it comes to how they live their life, right? They're, they're pretty much set in their ways, whether it's based off of how they grew up or even maybe how they, the circle that they have around them now or their spouse um, or just the relationship that they have with their friends or their parents or somebody that, uh, that, that is a prevalent person or people in their lives. So I think it's important to address where the attention needs to go. And um, one thing that I am so adamant about with my cause is, is helping people understand that, yes, you do already have what it takes to begin to pour into yourself. You know, a lot of times we get so overwhelmed because we feel like when we try to take a second to figure out how we can be better people or how we can avoid feeling you know, anxiety or feeling overwhelmed or feeling like we're undervalued. But by the time we even take a minute to begin to try to think about how we can stop that from happening, we it's time to do it again, right? It's somebody else needs something from us. We're too tired at the end of the day. Our kids need something. We have to get up and go to work. You know, we're constantly on the underbelly of these different situations. And guys, it's just a matter of getting to a starting point. And, and I want you to take a second and really think about it and ask yourself, do I struggle with getting to the starting point of finding out 
what my worth is, what my value is? Like, how, do I even know the roadmap to get there? And for a lot of us, we don't. And that's okay that you don't because I'm here to help. And um, these are some things that I've learned uh, that I have to have an understanding of first before I can apply it. Um, so before I even dive into what that is, I wanna, I wanna pause there when it comes to understanding, you know, a lot of times I'm reading lots of books lately and um, they're books from entrepreneurs, people that are successful. And uh, one of the biggest things that they highlight, they all say the same thing, which is amazing. Um, and the fact that their authors probably highlights that point even more is that they say, you know, why do we think that when we graduate high school or when we get that college degree, that that means that we're done learning? It's like, okay, you just learned this stuff for 12 years, 16 years, you know, now go apply this to the rest of your life. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, that's not realistic. You know, I've spent the past six years of my life marketing. I spent the past five years of my life marketing for a business and nothing I did in college was in, entailed marketing, you know? So the point is, is that what a piece of paper says does not necessarily give us what we need to cultivate the things in our life. It is practice. A lot of the things that are things, the way for them to come to life is for it to become an action, right? You can read something, and I'll use the Bible for an example. I can know scriptures. I know all the books of the Bible from a song that I learned when I was four or five years old, right? I can recite all the books of the Bible in order, but that does nothing when it comes to, when I'm in a real life situation, I can say John 3.16 until I'm blue in the face. The enemy don't care about that, right? I can say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know, I can, I can say it over and over and over again, but if I don't know how to turn that into a verb, it's not going to serve any purpose in my life. So that's when knowledge becomes understanding. Knowledge and knowing things is fine, but where it becomes wisdom it's the act of putting it into application. So um, before I even start to give you nuggets on self-worth, I wanted you to understand that. You can listen to this podcast. I would appreciate it if you did. But if you don't put these steps into action, you can listen to this podcast every day. People around you are not going to care until they start to see you putting the steps into practice and it starts with yourself. It doesn't go, this, this stuff is not setting a list of rules of how other people are supposed to treat you. It's not walking around with a list like, okay, this, nope, you're violating rule number 17 in my book. So I'm going to walk away from this conversation. Yeah. That's not how it works. I know we like to power trip and think that that is going to make us feel better. But when when you walk away from those situations or when you push people away, the only thing that you're going to feel on the back end of that is isolation. So 
let's talk about cultivation. Well, first and foremost, let's understand what the word means. And here's the careful thing that you have to do. Here, here's where you have to be careful when it comes to word studies. Um, you have to look them up in the natural element that they're in. You know, you can look up cultivation of what it means to apply that to a human life, but you know what you're going to get? You're going to get a subjective answer that explains to you how a person feels that cultivation would be effective in a human life, right? You're getting something that a human wrote based off of their own outcomes. So let's do this word study in the natural element in which it was created, which is in agriculture, right? If you talk about cultivation and you say that to a farmer or a landscaper or any both, you know, when it comes to horticulture, they know what that means and they know the purpose that it serves to crops, to plants, to vegetation, because it has already produced a result that is across the boards, right? So let's find out what cultivation means in that element. So cultivation is the soil around existing plants being cultivated, okay? So you can do it by hand or by using a hoe or by machine using a cultivator to destroy weeds and promote growth by increasing soil aeration and water infiltration. Okay, so let's break that down in the layman terms. Basically, cultivation is the act of aerating the soil using a specific tool that it's used to in order to do that effectively so that it can destroy the weeds, promote growth, um, get the nutrients that it needs, and also help water adequately hydrate the seed. Okay, so that's what cultivation is. So let's think about that in regards to our own life. How often do we cultivate things that um, go to our seed? Well, the Bible says that the seed is within us, right? Our seed of life is not the house we live in. It's not the car we drive. It's not the job that we have. We're not identified by any of those things because at any given moment, those things can be disconnected from us. And so that's not a seed. Those are branches if we're attached to them. So what is it that is a seed? You are the seed, right? You have hair. You have nails, you have teeth, most of you. You have a mind of your own. You have your own emotions. You have your own taste buds. So you have to understand that everything that is manifested into those elements of your being comes from within you. It comes from within you. If you shave your head, your hair is going to grow back. Guess where it comes from? Guess where the roots of that hair come from? They come from your skin on your head. They come from within. It grows out of your head, right? Your tongue is comes out of your mouth. Your emotions come from your heart. Everything comes from the inside. Guys, you are the seed. So what are you doing to cultivate 
yourself? What are you doing to aerate? What are you doing to nourish? What tools are you using to do that? That's step one, all right? Cultivation. Step two, let's talk about the weeds, okay? Weeds with an S. Okay, I have to, I just have to share this with you guys because I thought, I was like, oh, Lord, help us down here. Okay, so I looked up weed. I said, what is the definition of weed? What is it? No, I said, what is a weed? And the first page of Google was talking about cannabis. And I'm like, can we, can we stop for a second of trying to find, like, can they stop pumping all this garbage out here in our brains of trying to find ways to cope? Like they're, they're this, this societal mechanism of them trying to create a, a thought process within us. They, they're literally taking the original meaning of a word and they have turned it into something that has become a coping mechanism that people feel like is okay to have. Listen, that's my opinion. Do what you want. You're entitled. I just, it, it just bothered me that when I looked up, I'm trying to figure out the definition of a weed, something that a gardener has to tussle with. And I, I had to scroll to page two before I got past people getting high. Just went off on my tangent there, but I own it because I felt like I needed to share that. And I feel better now that I've got it off my chest. So back to where we were. So <clears throat> a weed, the one that God created, um, a weed is a plant that is not valued where it is growing and is usually a vigorous growth, especially ones that one that tends to overgrow and choke out desirable plants. Let me read that one more time. A weed is a plant that is not valued where it is growing. Stop right there. Now, I want you to think about um, in your life, do you have any weeds? Is the answer no? If it is, you need to think a little harder and be real with yourself, right? We all have weeds. We all have things around us that are distractions. We all have things that take away, that we know take away time that we could be spending doing something more productive, right? So the second part of that is weed is usually a vigorous growth, especially one that tends to overgrow and choke out desirable plants. Okay, so that is the agricultural definition of what a weed is. Now let's think about life. Happy hour on Friday after work. Who's going? Let's all go to happy hour and get $5 beverages that are gonna make us order $10 appetizers that we know we ain't got no business eating, right? Then we're going to hop in our car and we're going to drive home. We know we ain't got no business doing, right? And then we just, that's that's how we unwind from our week. That was just an example because I've been there. I've been that person for years that was, went with my coworkers and the only thing we did was complain about work. What are we cultivating? What was I cultivating my life with? You know, and then I wanted to go home and share these motivational quotes. And then I wanted to go to church on Sunday and just 
just know that God was going to, my blessing was coming because I work hard. And God's looking at me like, uh, little girl, what are you cultivating your life with? Things of the world, weeds, plants that are not valued where they're growing. Like what's the value of happy hour? The only people that value that are the restaurant owners and the servers and the bartenders that make that tip to pay their bills. You're not getting anything out of that. At most of the time that I went to those happy hours, I would literally uh, later that night, either later that night or the next morning, I felt like crap. And I was thankful that it was Saturday and it was a day that I didn't have to do nothing. And then I ate a big unhealthy breakfast because I was hungry because I slept in and then I tuck and roll and try to do something with productive with my day around noon or one. Oh, and don't give me nice weather. I'm doing something outside, right? It's so easy to let those, that's where the, that's where they overgrow and choke out desirable plants. It completely takes over my whole weekend. That three-day weekend that is 48% of the week, that's almost half. You know that 48 is only 2% less than 50? You know 50% is half of 100? So you know that when you do things half and half, what it does is it cancels itself out? If you have 10 of something, if you have 20 of something, and you have 10 of them, and you take away 10, you're left with the same 10, right? You're left with zero if you have 10 of something and you take away 10 you're left with zero if you have 20 of something and you take away 10 you're only left with 10. if you sit down and take a test in school at any level if you sit down and take an essay test in college and your teacher gives you a 50 percent guess what your grade is it's not an a it's not passing it's not enough to take you to the next class, to the next grade. It's not enough to pass. So why do we, if there's anything that we learn from our 12, 16 years of school, it's that 50% is failing, bro. So when you are doing something that is not cultivating your life half of the time, what do you think you're doing with your progress? Don't worry, I'll wait while you think about it. You're going nowhere fast. Summer school may be to take the class again. So how many years are you going to do it over and over again before you realize, okay, I need to actually look at what I'm doing with these days, with these hours, with these mornings, with these afternoons, with these nights, with these weeks, with these months, with these years. Let me reverse engineer this and see what what's really going on here, right? How many weeds do I have? Oh, but I don't want to get rid of them. I don't want to offend anybody or make them, make them feel some type of way. Okay. Listen, Linda. It's not you pouring into yourself to be a better person. If that offends the people around you, they're not people that you really need around you, right? And 
if there are people that consistently feel like they need to antagonize the fact that you are pouring into your self-worth, that you are cultivating uh, your being to become a better person, guess what? They're going to fall by the wayside, but guess what's also happening? When you begin to cultivate that soil, if you think of a farm, right? You you have uh, you have the the field of corn, and they go with their machine and they cultivate the soil, cultivate the soil, right? It's getting what it's needing. They're getting rid of the things. They're they're sprouting up or get rid getting rid of the weeds that aren't needed there. It is surrounded by other corn that is thriving. Okay, those people that are in your life for that Friday. 6 p.m. happy hour, those people that are in your life for that every weekend party and those people that are in your life, they want to Netflix and chill and order this and order that and eat all the junk food, those people in your life that, you know, talk about how they can't wait to, you know, unwind with, you know, rolling a blunt, filling the bowl, those people, they didn't just, you didn't go out and put an ad on Craigslist, wow, I just told my age. Is Craigslist still open? Never mind. We're gonna keep moving. We ain't gonna chase that rabbit. You you don't put out. You don't join dating apps. You know it cracks me up when you look on those Facebook dating apps or you know Tinder, whatever eHarmony. You know I I hear through the grapevine. I've never been on those apps. <laughs> okay, Jesus is watching. But my point is, is when you read those profiles, it's like. What does it say? They paint this picture of all this stuff that looks like it's so healthy cultivation, right? It's such a healthy cultivating person. Like, ooh, me and that person really vibe. Because you see this profile, it's like, okay, I enjoy sports. I enjoy going to sporting events. I love to travel. Anything outdoors, I enjoy reading books. I only drink socially. Yes, I want more kids. Yes, I want to get married. And it's like, wow, thank you, God. I think this is my guy. It's like, uh, okay. And then they come in a picture and it's like, whoa. Okay. Um, that That's not, let me go back to this. Pro- when, when we going to do this stuff? And then you look at your own profile and you put the same thing. And it's like, okay, am am I really practicing this? Like, why did I attract these people? You know, you go to work, you 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 might go out socially and meet somebody somewhere, and next thing you know, you have all these people in your life. Guess what? Don't blame them. It started with the seed. It started with your emotions. It started with the words that you spoke. It started with the energy that you put out. They were attracted to you. They don't beat down your door and try to change you as a person and drag you out by your feet and say, come on, this is the life we're going to go live. You want to do better things in life? Too bad. No, people don't care about you enough to force you to do things. They care enough to do things that they also want to do. And they want you to be a part of it because you're choosing to be a part of it. So when you do that long enough, they're going to expect you to be there. But when you change, they're not gonna chase you. That's not, that wasn't in the profile anywhere. I have a problem with people that don't have these same interests. When have you ever seen that anywhere? Because it's not human nature, right? 
we fight against what human nature was. We, 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 we always get in this place to where we feel like, no, 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 that's not me. This is me. And then our human nature is what we do is we just tear it down, right? We're weeds. We're not giving our, our human nature, what we're created here, what we're here to do. We don't give it what it needs. We choke it out. It says choke out desirable plants. Hmm. So that's my long scenic definition of a weed. Right. And so then we have to think about one of the things that it said about a weed. It said it's a plant that's not valued. Now, would you like to consider yourself as someone that's not valued? I want you to ask yourself the question. How would I feel if all of the closest people in my life, I line them up and they said, eh, I don't really value that, you know, Kim. She's cool. Like, she's fun to hang out with, but I don't really, I mean, there's nothing really value. What's there to value? Like, how would that make you feel? And the next question, actually, let me read the definition of value. Value is to rate or scale in usefulness, importance, or general work. Now, before you start thinking about how other people in your life rate you on this, don't even go there. That's, we always want to think about how other people impact us. Listen, bring it back. Come back, backpedal, back to the huddle. That's not what I meant. You need to look in the mirror and ask yourself, not how do other people value me, but how do I value myself? And that's where most people don't like, they don't like going to that place because they like to make all of these internal excuses and then they make external excuses. So they say, well, I'm this way because of how I was raised and I have this trauma and, you know, people picked on me when I was younger because I was so tall. I was like one a head taller than everybody else in my class. And that's why, like, I don't, feel good about myself. And it's like, then after we finish that list, then we want to go to the external list of why we don't value ourselves. Well, it's just, I don't have a way to value myself. Like everything I have to do, I have to wake up and, you know, I have to focus on the kids. Like I don't have time to pour into myself. Like when am I supposed to do that? Like I have, I I gave birth to two kids and then I have a third one that's the size of their dad. You know, so I have to constantly pick up after him and make sure his lunch is ready. And then, like, I have to try to hustle to make sure that I can get to the gym. And when I don't get to the gym, I feel like crap, you know, and then I miss out on hanging out with my friends at the gym. But then when I try to read, like, by the time I get home from all that, like, school's so exhausting. My boss is driving me crazy. Um, You know, work is just, they give me more work. I never finish anything on my list. So by the time I get home, the last thing I want to look at is words and retaining information, right? What did I just do? I just itemized all of these things that I value more than valuing myself. And so this is the roadblock that we come to, right? I just we just unpacked it we just unpacked it we're we're 
in. Like we're 20, 30 minutes into this. And we're just now getting to the point to where it's like, huh, that's what it is. And so now that we know why, we have to decide what action we're going to take. So the action word or the action word, the verb, we'll use the word verb. Yeah, that's that's what an action word is. It's a verb. I remember school. Um, Evaluate. Evaluate. That is to determine the significance, worth, or condition of, usually by careful appraisal and study. So before we can start to pour into our value, first of all, we can't just dump a bunch of stuff, right? Listen, let's go back to cultivation. Let's go back to agriculture. You can't plant a seed just in some random dirt and then just pour a fertilizer on top and say, okay, it's buried three feet into this terrible dirt that's full of stones and it's dry and it's it's malnourished and there's a bunch of weeds around it, a bunch of other random plants that serve no purpose around it. But even though it's way down there, if I put fertilizer, if I go to Lowe's and get me some miracle Grow, just pat that bad boy right there on top, we good to go. That seed is gonna get past all that bad soil and get to the fertilizer, right? That's what we wanna do. We wanna start something it's like, okay, here we go. January 1st, I'm in there like swimwear because by the time summer gets here, I'm gonna be snatched, honey. You can't tell me nothing. And then we think that showing up to the gym Monday through Friday and and still going a happy hour on Friday, still still tucking and rolling and eating the king size massive breakfast on Saturday. We still think that staying up till midnight on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and having that glass of wine because we're tired. And we still think that not uh you know eating breakfast in the morning we still think we can do all that other stuff we still think we can exist in all that bad soil and just because of the fact that we're showing up to the gym that we're adding that miracle grow on top of this seed that's five feet under the ground that it's all of a sudden going to produce a result guys does that make sense i'll let you think about it for a second Because the reality of the situation is, guys, this is how we're living our lives. And I'm using the example of fitness, but listen, it applies to whatever. We're all different, right? You could be a high-level executive that is used to working your way up the corporate ladder. And then when you get down to the bottom, you're like, you get get to your car at the end of the day, you're like, I got nothing left. I got all these people following me and listening to what I'm doing and people look, they want my job and they aspire and they want to be me and I'm so empty. Right? You have to evaluate yourself. You have to determine where the significance in your life lies. You are the only one that can change where you're applying the significance to things in your life. 
The next step is over-cultivation. Ooh, this is a good one. And then we're bringing it home here. I'm going somewhere with this, right? The next step is over-cultivation. Definition of that is when different crops are grown on the same soil too many times without a break. The ongoing agriculture depletes the soil's nutrients and degrades the overall health and fertility of the soil. The ongoing agriculture depletes the soil's nutrients and degrades the overall health and fertility of the soil. What does that sound like? Now, this one, you might have to think about a little bit more, but I'm going to help you paint the picture. Overcultivation. That means that you are just grabbing at things that you think that you need, right? You're over here. Motivation. Eating healthy, right? Taking these supplements and vitamins. Spending this money on self-care. So we're doing all these things and we're doing it to an extent without knowing what that stuff's actually going to do. You don't have the knowledge of how to properly use it. That's why you over cultivate with it. Think, okay, you have a farmer been working on this farm for 40 years. And before that, his daddy worked on the farm for 40 years. And before that, his daddy worked on the farm for 50 years. And then you're just a guy that comes over or a girl, right? Or a woman, man or a woman. And you come over and it's like, okay, well, listen, I read this in the books. If you do these five things and you do it over and over and over, I've read, I know it works. And so you apply this at this time and this at this time and this at this time. These are things that this is what it's gonna get. This is the food that it needs, right? So let's take that to our lives and it's like, okay, I'm going to cultivate into myself. Yes, I'm going to do it. Step one, I'm going to wake up first thing in the morning and I'm going to do push-ups. And the next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to put some eggs in there and put some egg whites. I'm going to add that to my protein shake. I'm going to get my protein. Next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to chug this gallon of water, chug, chug, chickadee chug, right? And then I'm going to get in the middle of my day, I'm going to, you know, do... Uh, I'm going to listen to this podcast that's helping me, uh, that talks to me about how much I'm worth and how, how I, how I can be a king or queen in my life, you know, and then we get all of this entitlement around just knowledge. That's, I'm going to go back to the Bible on this one because I did it for most of my life. I had this knowledge of the Bible just because I grew up in the church and I had no idea how to properly apply it. You know why? Because I didn't spend any time trying to learn. I didn't, I didn't want to, I, I just took this piece of information as to how it sounded like it applied to my life and I just boop, stuck it there. And then I go and live my life, do what I want on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then in church on Sunday, I'm trying to do it again. I'm trying to be like, oh yeah, this is good. 
and I'm taking notes and and I'm and I'm doing all of this. I'm putting all these things in the mix. I'm trying to make it over and over again. Like I, I heard a, I heard a great story once from uh, it was the perfect analogy. And it's it's like you with with coffee, people can drink coffee however they want. Right. Some people like their coffee black. Some people like their coffee black with sugar. Some like two sugars. Some like two sugars, two creams. Other people like mochas. Other people like espresso. Every other people like iced coffee. Other people like frozen coffee. Other people want short coffees. Other people want caramel macchiato. You guys, still, you guys picking up what I'm putting down? You can make coffee a hundred different ways. It's still coffee, right? But if you take orange juice, the thing, the thing that gives you the vitamin C, the thing that helps with, you know, the the functions of your um, of your of your system. It helps with the overall functions of your body. The thing that helps bring nutrients to your body, and you take that. Guess what? It's just orange juice. You can either eat the orange, squeeze it from the orange. You can leave the pulp in or take the pulp out. But that's about it. It's orange juice. Try mixing that with your coffee. How's that going to taste? That's the one thing you can't mix with coffee. You can mix water with coffee because people put it in ice. You can mix milk with coffee. You can mix alcohol with coffee, Irish coffee. Listen, ain't no shame. I've been there. That was my drink. You can mix everything with coffee. But orange juice only tastes good with orange juice. Right? And so the point of it is, is that it's not we can't over cultivate our our lives with too many times over and over without properly doing it you got to properly do it it takes learning it takes understanding you have to base it off of things that you know work the way that you know that it works you have to go through the steps of getting the weeds out right you got to take the weeds out that's step one step two is you have to evaluate you have to determine the significance of where you currently are you know you can't you don't just walk onto a varsity team game day can't alan Iverson tried it he was good but he stopped coming to practice and guess what his career plateaued so you can't just be good and think you're going to show up and execute at the highest level you have to evaluate where you are and you have to apply um what you want to get from your cultivation based off of where you currently are and then the last step guys is over cultivating you can't it's 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 not going to effectively work if you try to just grab things and apply it, grab things and apply it and mix it in without addressing the foundation of things. You know, what we, what I'm challenging you to do is to get to a place that is detached from emotion you know um 
making a choice about something. You go to a restaurant, you look at a menu, and you're like, ah, you have choices there, right? You pick one. Then there's making a decision. People think that making a choice and making a decision are the same thing. They're not. They're not. Making a decision is determining how things are going to be. Making a choice is picking something that you think works for you or picking something that you think you want. Making a decision is saying, no, this is the way that it's going to be because it has to be this way, right? When you do that, if you're truly making a decision and not a choice, you have to detach from moods. You have to detach from letting those volatile conditions throw you off course. And it takes work. It takes rinsing and repeating these steps over and over and over. Understand cultivation, getting rid of the weeds, sprouting them, pulling them out of the way, evaluating where I'm at and understanding the current place of usefulness that I have, putting it on a scale, right? Making sure I don't overcultivate, learning and mastering one thing, one area, getting good at it, making it a lifestyle. Do it again, cultivate, weed out the bad stuff, evaluate where I'm at, make sure I don't overcultivate, cultivate, weed out the bad stuff, evaluate where I'm at, make sure I don't overcultivate, cultivate, weed out the bad stuff, evaluate where I'm at, make sure that I don't overcultivate. This is life right? If you don't do that stuff, you get to lack of cultivation. This is the last step of this thought that I'm sharing with you today. A lack of cultivation is no air or light to the soil. The dirt becomes dense and the weed doesn't receive the water and the nutrients that it needs to grow. So it grows slowly or not at all. That strike a nerve for anybody? Listen, guys, this is brain food, right? I'm here to share this with you. And I want you to, um, I want this to help you. Like this is we have to we have to and i i i'm i'm saying this is because you are valuable like nothing about you is invaluable what takes away the value from you is the things that you allow to overshadow who you actually are so the first step is acknowledging that And then getting on that process, getting on that hamster wheel of things that you need to do to begin to take yourself to the next level. And so if this was something that you found was beneficial to you guys, I encourage you, listen to this over and over again. Do you notice how many times I repeated those steps? I think I did it four or five times there at the end, right? You know why? Because you don't just do it once and keep it moving. Life is simple. It's about doing, simply doing things over and over. And that's what I'm encouraging you guys to do, all right? So if you found that this uh, this episode was beneficial to you, I encourage you to save it. 
I encourage you to follow the show. I encourage you to set up the reminders so that you can continue to get this brain food that you need and share it with someone, all right? Share it with someone that you feel might benefit from it as well because if more people in your life are starting to think on the same brain waves because they're important to you, guess what? It's gonna be more likely that you uh, are all moving in a direction that harnesses growth. All right. So I'm going to hop off of here today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you on next week's episode. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe so that you know when new content drops weekly. Also, if you felt that this information was beneficial, share it with someone that you feel could get something out of it as well. And as always, don't forget to leave us a review. We love hearing from you.